But you are here now, and that's all that matters. What do you want from me? 40 years. We'll worry about it when it's time. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. S-O-C-K-S. <laughs> Good morning, my friend. Hi, how are you? It is another beautiful day, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Lunsby Show with T-Bone and Chick Brew. Or as I, <laughs> as I said in my recent video, that chick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever her name is, so-and-so. Got some interesting things to talk about this week. I'm going to tell you about my latest experiment with the tick and the tux. Uh, we're going to import some comedy. We guarantee you one laugh per hour. Per hour. If you don't know, let me explain real quick. Uh, the Lunsby Show is your morning show on your time. We do a morning show, and you listen to us whenever you want. You can listen to the entire episode, as Mr. Allen does in his very long commute, or you can listen piecemeal, whatever. If you see your name in the magic mirror, it's probably you. And you should listen to the episode, because when we talk about people in the magic mirror, sometimes it's really amazing. We're going to talk about bad ads and quack docs. Then we're going to do our regular segment. So we got a full show for you today. Hopefully it goes for a full hour, so I don't have to listen to that nonsense anymore. Apparently, our, uh, Mr. Allen, only got we only got him to the Maryland state line on his drive home to West Virginia. So we're sorry that we went nine minutes short. I don't know if nine minutes would have got him to West Virginia. It all depends on how you drive. So uh, I start this week talking about the ticks and the talks. Do you TikTok? I do not. I, I have a TikTok, and I, I don't think it's going to exist very much longer, so I wanted to run this experiment. It looks it looks like the government's going to get rid of the ticks and the talks, uh, and, and there's a lot of sound reasoning behind it, but one of the things I have been curious about is, does TikTok artificially inflate likes and views? And I'm not saying this to degrade, to take away from anybody. Russ Nagel, um, Tanya Lee Davis, they, they both got on the ticks and the talks. And they got millions of views and millions of likes, and they're deserving of them, but they've both been on social media for 20 years, and they never had that kind of grasp. Yeah. So I think if you post videos for some reason, I mean, I've had like some TikTok videos get like 800 likes, and I thought that was strange because I don't have 800 followers. I got like seven, eight. I don't know. <laughs> so I started the experiment today with a video that basically said, I believe that TikTok hyper, uh, hyper inflates likes and views. And this is the experiment. Every day and, and all of the previous ones uh, that we have done the Re Resolution Rewards program, we make a video. All of us makes a video. I'm going to use those videos on TikTok. I'm going to upload them to TikTok every day and see if boring videos of nothingness can catch the kind of traction that other people are catching on the ticks and the talks. I may be wrong. I may be right. I may be crazy. <laughs> no, I haven't been drinking, just in case you're curious, because we found out during the live episode, I sing a lot more when I'm drinking. I say it's a little early for... <laughs> well, not if I'm on Spanish time. That's true. And, and it's true. I think the song goes, it's five o'clock somewhere, which could only be a country song, by the way. <laughs> so do you care to, do you, would you be willing to experiment alongside me for the ticks and the talks? I mean, I'm not on TikTok for very specific reasons, so I don't want to be on TikTok. No problem. No problem. <laughs> uh, and I, 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 I wouldn't encourage it. I was just asking because apparently there's, there's just way too much accessibility in your, in your TikTok. So 
I think it's going yeah. to be shut down by the government soon. I know uh, Mr. Trump, he tried to shut it down because he said of China. He was concerned about China. And obviously there was some some real concern there. So they're looking at shutting it down while it still exists in America in its current format. I'm, I'm going to run this experiment to see if I can get myself a, a million views on TikToks. In the next week. That's the goal. Well, do one week. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it in a week. Hey, uh, here's another interesting thing I've, I've learned recently. I'm going to turn off my microphone every time I hydrate because I don't think we have a lot of ASMR fans. And I find myself cutting out the this. Stop it. <laughs> so now you talk. Oh, are you hydrating? Don't worry. <laughs> they missed nothing. <laughs> I caught it in, in last week's episode. I'm, I'm unintentionally. I'm just drinking the water, but you can definitely hear the water progress through my esophageal. And uh, it makes an annoying noise for me. And if there's anybody that's out there that's turned on by that, well, go to my OnlyFans where I do nothing but drink water all day, <laughs> right up next to the <laughs> right up next to the microphone. <laughs> I mean, you might be onto something there. I don't know. I I don't. It, it's kind of like the mukbang. I don't understand yeah. it, but I think it's weird and unique and funny at the same time. And we've done some mukbang. We did. We we nailed that. Mukbang live. <laughs> Mukbang is a, may, a video is made for very lonely people that don't want to eat alone. So you sit there in silence and eat your food so that someone somewhere in the world can eat food with you. It's uh, it's depressing and hilarious at the same time. And then they ruined it. They turned it into these food challenges where they eat ungodly amounts of food. And that's that's no fun. The only time that's fun is when Joey Chestnut's slamming down some tube steaks. <laughs> <laughs> tube steaks. What a way to brand a hot dog. Another interesting thing I learned last week is that if we talk about somebody like a comedian that said something funny, I can actually import it into the show. So we talked what? about Louis C.K. last week and, and his chicken joke. And then when it came time, I said, uh, I said during the live taping, I'll have to find that and post it up on the page. Instead, I just included it in the episode. So although we guarantee one laugh a week with the addition of this now thing. So we, if we find a topic, we'll do a search, find a comedian that says something about the topic, and then we'll play a couple of, you know, a, a bit about it. And, and there's your extra laugh. That's a bonus. Off this, because then we have to pay them. <laughs> Do we have to pay them? I don't know all of what is it. There's like a rule, and I think it's if it's less than sixty seconds. But I don't know all of the details. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, your dad is a lawyer. How cool. Uh, so, <laughs> so I know when it comes to music. I think it's 11 seconds. You can play 11 seconds of music. And, and the parameters are along the lines of you're also allowed to parody things and you're allowed to use them for news content and where we would just kind of like be using them in a Instagram Reels, Facebook, uh, uh, TikTok kind of way where, Jesus, everybody, you know, I, I am doing it to prom promote the artist. That's what I'm doing. So, like, when we mentioned Ali Sadiq a, a couple of times, I would have loved to play a couple of seconds or a couple of minutes of, uh, or a minute of Ali Sadiq. He's an incredible storyteller, very funny man. But, uh, yeah, that's something extra we could do, a little extra to spice up the episode and, and to help make sure we get to the hour point because that has been a stickler lately. <laughs> 
Do you have any problems with us importing comedy, or is there anyone you would like to import? Uh, and to the audience as well, if there's somebody out there you want to, you, you, some comedian out there you think we could promote by, uh, by throwing a couple, uh, a small bit on the page, let us know. Is there anybody you're thinking of? Well, unfortunately, there's no recorded comedy thus far, but our friend Sony out in California, she is taking to the stage. I have seen that, and it is so funny because we had talked about it just a couple of weeks ago. And uh, and now she's doing it. Yeah. And it takes a lot to get up there and, and try. And I wish she would record her bits. And I wish she trusted me enough to give her honest criticism or honest critiques on, on anything she might be able to do better. I <laughs> my intent this Thursday was to do the open mic at the Comedy Zone in Harrisburg. But there were three things going on. Um, there was ice on the road. I'm afraid I, of ice. I bit my tongue. And I sat on my balls. And those three things together just tells you it's not going to be a good day. Plus, I don't want to go up there and, and do like the tried and true bits that used to be my act. I wanted to write something new and I have been working on it and I've got I've got a, a, a general idea of where it's going, but I haven't finished it yet. It's not ready to be viewed yet because when when I get up there, you know, it's it's an audition for other things. I don't want to embarrass myself. I, I don't want to go up there like I'm trying new material, even though it is new material. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You just, um, well, we don't talk, but maybe we can make an exception. You can just call me. And if I laugh, then you're good to go. Well, I thought about doing that with my comedy best friend, but, you know, he doesn't take my phone calls. <laughs> I should probably reevaluate this relationship. No, no. I mean, the last time we did speak, it was a good talk. And, and uh, we put all the, the weirdness behind us that, you know, that occurs in friendships. It occurs and it, it yeah. occurred with us. And and we're both men of like me and big babies. Conflict resolution was very simple. Uh, let it die on the vine. And that's what it did. We didn't talk for years. And then we talked again, and it was all behind us. It died on the vine. Maybe I have done something again to offend. I don't know. Again, I don't try to offend anybody. Anybody. Ever. I try to be nice to everyone and treat them with <laughs> dignity and respect. But at the same time, bust chops and laugh and make jokes. Actually, the last time I talked to him, I tried out my joke using the N-word. Because I needed verification that, that the joke was funny enough to allow for the use of the N-word. And it did. It passed the muster. Have I done it in a public setting yet? No, because that <laughs> takes courage. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> well, it, I, you know, a joke is a joke, and it's a funny joke, and, you know, it involves a word that offends people, but context is important. The people I'm making fun of when I use this word are white children. Yes. Well, that's over. <laughs> like, you cut out. Yeah. I couldn't hear you. What was that? Not going to go over. We could just tell you that the, much. Well, there won't be any white children in the audience, so I'm not. One like singular <laughs> sensation. Every little Every step little you take. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, getting back on topic after a small technical delay. All right. Well, that, that covers. You were going to be making fun of. Little white children. Yes. Yes. White people's mistakes. Yes. Yes, exactly. I mean children. <laughs> and that is not going to go over well because those are definitely a, protect it's a protective bunch. Do you think white children are a protected class? <laughs> Their parents do. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All but, parents do. All children uh, are protected. Okay, class. <laughs> but you have to get into the specifics of what I'm talking about here. The specifics of what I'm talking about here is why I love playing Call of Duty because it's the only place little white children can scream that word because that's all they do. They just scream that word, and, and they're in a household with adults who must hear this in other rooms. And uh, I yes, just I tells you about the quality of their parents. <laughs> <laughs> I heard nothing. Uh, <laughs> When's the last time you bought something off the Facebooks? When's the last time bought an it? ad caught your attention and then you then you got into it and bought it? I haven't because I don't know if you remember. But I do right remember. Around, like, yeah, we weren't supposed to buy anything off the ads, but I may have broken down and did it anyway. Did you get that Prince sweatsuit? I would love to get the Prince sweatsuit. No, what I got many, many years ago, uh, Calvin Klein, I don't know, some designer, maybe it was Calvin Klein. They came out with a really neat fabric for pants that was stretchy and comfortable and I love those pants, and I used to perform in those pants, but I no longer fit those pants. Time has evolved, and another company is out there selling these pants, and and they've got a great little video, and and they're you know buy two for a relatively good price, and I'm like, this is this is good. I want this, and I ordered it, and it came, and it fit loosely at the waist, which makes me think I'm doing something good with the Resolution Rewards program. But it was about two inches short uh, at the bottom, and I'm not. I'm not beyond wearing high waters. Uh, I, I, I can do it, and I'll make it look good. And I'll also talk about it so that it's funny. <laughs> or not. The pockets were probably the biggest distractor for me. Uh, I have normal size hands, and I Did couldn't... you get lady pockets? And I couldn't put my hand in the pocket. It was just, there was not enough room for my hands, so I was done. Well... Welcome to women's pants. No sympathy. <laughs> so, Why can't we have a pocket? So I reached to the manufacturer who they, they, they say free ship, free returns. So I was going to return them. I tried them. They don't work for me. I'm sending them back. And they sent me an email. It was like, too expensive to return. You pay shipping fee too much. You keep pants. We give you $20. That's exactly how I read the email, because it came from China. Well, so did your pants. So why, why do you buy things on Facebook? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know where the surprise is supposed I to be have, Many years ago on the radio show, we said we would never support any of the ads on Facebook because we were tired of the ads. And I broke down, okay? I broke down. I'm sorry. I was enthralled by the pants. I wanted the pants. Now I ain't got no pants. Now you just pants off, dance off everywhere you go. <laughs> How much were the pants? Oh, I, it was probably 40, 50 bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, so now I just need to find some fat short guy out there who wants these pants and they can have them for like five bucks. Remember when I used to do the TK cells? Yep. <laughs> I, I, the, the, I missed the Rota community because I could get away with stuff like that. Here, like the community group is like 400,000 people. So <laughs> I don't know if I want to be doing ads or TK sells ads on a 400,000 people group. Plus, I mean, maybe they're quick That's to throw. Really good, you just put your Lunsby up in the back and be like, these pants, these pants could be yours. $5. $5. Five you might make some new friends. You might make some new listeners, some people who will support you at the comedy club. Those are things that I want, except a for the sugar daddy. You never know. Ah, yes. Except for the friends part. I'm not looking for new friends. I have a hard enough time maintaining my my friendships that I have. I don't want to go above and beyond. I 
I think about my friends all the time, and when I think about them, I want to send them a message thinking of you just to let them know I'm thinking of them. Because, you know, my friends make me happy. But every time I think about I sending that, that you're probably pooping. Every time I send that, I think about sending that message. I'm like, how weird would it be for like Angelo, for instance? I think about him all the time. He was a he was a great friend. I love talking to him. And I think about him, you know, no matter what it is, something will trigger it. Something will trigger it. And I'll think about him. Uh, a bottle of uh, a bottle of bourbon I have in my house that he gave me on my birthday. I saw it when I was filling up my water and I was thinking of my friend. So I sent him a message. Hey, thinking of you. Gay. Weird. Awkward. You know, just. <laughs> I do it all the time. I don't think it's weird or awkward. There are people I haven't talked to in years. Like, I don't even know. They're, like, I talk to them so little that they don't even come up in my Facebook. And every now and then I'm just like. Oh, yeah, that human was pretty cool. And I'll just send them a message. Sometimes they respond. Sometimes they don't. But, oh, well, I just sit it out there. I don't care. What? But you take time to develop a message. And the message in my head is just thinking of you. It's not anything crazy. Sometimes it's like, oh, my God, today you just crossed my mind. Thought I'd pop in to say hi. Like, it's literally nothing. It's just like, oh, the amount of time I spent thinking about you, I just went ahead and said hello. I'm going to do that today. I'm going to do that today. Today, I'm going to send a, a message just to tell a friend I appreciate their friendship. I'm doing it today. I know we don't talk much. Just want you to know I'm thinking of you, and I appreciate the memories you've given me. Oh, damn. Fantastic. That one warmed my cockles. I mean, how would you feel if you got that message? That I would feel good. delightful. I would, I would love that if somebody sent me a message like that. I am not encouraging listeners to send me a message like that, but if you do. Everybody, prepare to text. <laughs> what is your take on chiropractors? Um, no, thank you. I don't want. I've never actually been to a chiropractor. I have no desire to have anyone do any of those things to my head, shoulders, knees, and toes, mostly anywhere close to my back or neck. We've talked I'm about this over the years. And, uh, and, you know, just last year, some woman was killed by her chiropractor making an adjustment. And, of course, we swore off chiropractors as well as we swore off Facebook ads. But because of my ongoing back issue that no one can figure out, the producer was pushing me towards chiropractor. And, you know, once she starts pushing, she doesn't stop pushing until I'm over the edge. So I go. And uh, for $150, I get to listen to a guy talk to me about how amazing he is at being a chiropractor, shoot about 10 x-rays and make another appointment. And then I go and make another, I go to the second appointment and I get to listen to him again, talk about an hour about how amazing he is at being a chiropractor. And then he gives me my treatment plan. Four months, 32 treatments, $3,400. Oh, good golly. Pay me now. Pay me now. To show that you're committed. It, high pressure sales with people who are in pain is probably not a good thing. I mean, I could buy a lot of drugs for $3,400. I could do a lot of things with $3,400 to make me feel better. $3,400, that's 100 trips to a massage parlor. I like the good ones, you know? <laughs> but the you can't function. No one thinks that that's happening. <laughs> Just leave me. This floor is so comfortable. <laughs> Just lay but it the off the floor. The strangest part about this is this guy thought and probably has succeeded in doing this to other people that I was willing to pay that amount of money and make that kind of commitment. And he never even touched me. Not once. Not once. He didn't like... 
ah, well, I wish I wish this thing made a better crunching sound. He didn't. <laughs> I suck as a foley artist. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't do anything to me to make me feel like there was potential in this relationship. He didn't like here. Just stand here for a second. Do you feel that? Does it feel better? And he didn't. Didn't even give you a taste of the goods. Not even a sampling. And and that didn't work for me. So uncharacteristically, you know, when I commit to something, I usually push forward and make it happen. And I had committed to going to this. And then he did that. And it was very, very awkward to me. And uh, I stood up and said, well, no, thank you. And I walked out. And for some reason, like I was buying a used car, because it, it was that same kind of pressure, I kind of mm -hmm. expected him to come running out to the parking lot after me. Hey, hold on, hold on. Don't leave just yet. Let me talk to my manager. I was expecting- For 12 easy papers. <laughs> <laughs> so I am furious when I leave there. And I, I, I have committed myself to becoming a, my own chiropractor. I was like, it can't be that hard if that clown can do it, I can do it. So I, I got on the Amazons there and I was like, how to be a chiropractor, studying to be a chiropractor. There's all these books. And I didn't buy any of these books. I'm not buying a book, but I did buy a device <laughs> that was designed by a chiropractor that promises to do all of the things he said he was going to do because I'm out of alignment and I need realignment like a like a tire on a car. Maybe have you tried acupuncture? That's that's always fun. So when you talk about quack doctors, I, I rank acupuncturists right up there besides chiropractors. And if oh, you're like a chiropractor it. or an acupuncturist, I don't know. The, 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 only, the only thing about the, the acupuncturist is um, she wanted to uh, suck me with the uh, cups. After, after we had done the stick me, she wanted to stick me and then later suck me. And uh, in, in my mind, all of those things sound amazing. But in reality, having a whole bunch of pins stuck in my body and the constant, is that better? Is that better? Is that better? Is that better? Is that she like asked me so many times? I'm just like, yeah, 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 it's better. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, much better, much better. Thank you, that's better. Just to get it over with. I like my lady just puts them in, covers me with the aluminum sheet, and says, "Is that better?" Okay, <laughs> and then sits down. <laughs> it's also, like you know, I tell her like, blah 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 blah. I need this, 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 and she's like, okay. And then if I like twitch or something, she's like, "Is that okay? Are you okay?" But then that's it. It's like silent. There is no talking. It is so relaxing. And then, okay. <laughs> yeah, we had different experiences. Did she uh, try to realign your chakras? Did she do motions around you where she wasn't no. touching you and ask you, do you feel that? Is that better? Do you feel that? You're not even touching oh. me. I don't have the ability to feel things not touching me. <laughs> no, my, no, she just goes and sits back at her computer and uh, scrolls the internet and checks her phone like a normal human being, which makes me believe that she is in fact a normal human being. Well, if anything came out of uh, the bad ads and, uh, and, and, and the quack doctors, uh, at least we got some content out of it. We got a few minutes to discuss the weirdness of the life that I live because I don't do a lot of interesting things. So when I do something interesting, I've got to report it somehow for all of posterity to, to remember. Remember the time T-Bone went to the chiropractor? <laughs> but he didn't do stand-up comedy because he sat on his balls. <laughs> 
allegedly sat on his balls. No, it was a full-on sit. You know, I've, I've said for years and years, <laughs> I have said for years and years, we have so many plastic surgeries, but yet to this day, nobody has invented the nut lift. Because as I'm we- sure there is someone out there that will do it. I'm not saying that it's a good idea or that it would be a, fun or good or anything at all, but I guarantee someone is out there doing it. Oh, I'm going to research that because it needs to happen. You know, as you get older, they get lower and lower and lower. And then eventually you find yourself in an uncomfortable situation where like, ow, I wish I hadn't done that so quickly. So are you like tucking yours into your, your socks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not at that stage yet. Uh, I, I don't want to tell you, I don't want to tell you what I have seen in men's locker rooms, but I'm going to tell you, it, I will tell you. it gets pretty bad. Oh yeah. There's totally a thing. <laughs> Protoplasty. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's tons, tons. Well, ble- God, scrotal lifts. Look at me learning something. I wonder how much huh. I, I bet oh, I could. There's a video. That's not for today. I bet I could get it done for less than $3,400. Maybe that's what's causing all of my back problems. Your center of gravity has redistributed to your socks. So now we've talked about your balls. We've talked about your butt. What will 2024 bring us? Who knows? But I know what 2023 is bringing us right now. It is time for a Resolution Rewards update. It is time for a Resolution Rewards update. Here's what we got going on. We got five extremely competitive competitors who have who have committed this year to try to earn some money by maintaining the, the group resolution. The group resolution is every day you get up, every day you get on a piece of exercise equipment, every day you submit a video, a video to the fan page, and that and that's what we're doing right now. One particular contestant repeatedly cuts it close by submitting at the absolute last minute, and it's terrifying me that I could lose my ride or die till it's you or I. But uh, <laughs> but everybody is doing good, and I am motivated by your progress. But your video motivates me. Seeing you get up, seeing Tommy, seeing Carrie, seeing Chelsea get up. And, and and make these videos, if I'm having the worst day, if I can barely walk, I'm still getting on that treadmill. I'm still making a video. I'm still doing something. And when I'm on there, I'm like, well, you know, if I'm already on here, I'm not just doing it. Might as well do something. (laughs) And anything I'm doing is more than anything I was doing. So these videos are very motivational for me. I enjoy the competition aspect so much so that I am committing an extra $100 to the competition if, uh, if it goes beyond July the 1st, if nobody fades out. And there's been a couple of times when I've almost faded out. Yesterday was almost one of them. Oh, no. But I got it in. And there we go. And the day before, I could not get it in. And I had to take that uh, uh, authorized off day. One authorized off day a week. But right now, the competition is fun, is an exciting. And I enjoy watching everybody's videos. I got to tell you, your sister-in-law, amazing collection of T-shirts. 
She's great, right? Yeah, she's got she got a fresh one every day with a new theme. Meanwhile, I'm like, hey, look at me in my guinea tea. I'm a working out here. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> so I don't expect us to spend a lot of time on the resolution reward updates throughout the week or uh, each week. But, you know, we will make note of it and uh, let everybody know that we're still doing it. And remind you that there is a monthly opportunity, a monthly opportunity if you want to partake. Listen to the previous show for details. Because I'm not doing it again. <laughs> because it's the 28th and no one sent me a message. There's people that talk about it, but nobody's sending me messages. And this won't be out until after the new year. So, I mean, new month. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not spending any time on this. How about we go to something different? Oh, but I did go to a really good yoga class for my my exercise today. And it was really nice. I saw and that. saw where I was. It was cold, though. <laughs> I, I was like, ooh. So, yeah, I saw you heading to do yoga there at the Hotel Playa, and I immediately recognized it because we lived not very far from there, and me and Zeus would walk it very, very often. But we would also do a lot of uh, big events there, and one of the pictures that pops up in my Alexa screensaver is is me and the wife at uh, one of the many functions we went there, and we both look incredible. And so when I saw the checkered patterns on the floor and the beach and the sunrise, and <laughs> I knew where you were, and it made me happy and excited. But I thought, what were you doing in the Rota side of the world? I thought you no longer lived on the Rota side. I thought you lived over there in the Puerto side. I do. I, but, um, a friend of mine teaches yoga, and she teaches it on Saturday mornings over on the Rota side over there. So I figured I needed a little change up in my resolution routine. You know, treadmill's great, but it gets a little monotonous. Yeah, so I went over and did some yoga, had a good old time. Uh, definitely not as flexible as I used to be. <laughs> None of us are. <laughs> so, you know, I got a little work to do, but I'm hoping to go more regularly because it definitely felt good to, like, after I work out, like, yeah, you do the stretches, you know, touch your toes, touch your toes, arm behind the head, but something about that good yoga stretch it's just not yeah there there's uh, for those listening at home if you want to start working on your yoga you don't have to go to a class and you don't have to go to a different city you can find it on youtube there are full-on yoga instructions on youtube where you just do what they tell you to do and you know if i do yoga i'm going to do it that way because it's not that i'm a, a gaseous per a gassy <laughs> i just don't want to embarrass myself so i uh, i will do my yoga at home until i am thin and fit and when I fart, people don't look at me with disgust. You know, at, at, at my current size, if I were to pass gas, people are going to look at me with disgust. But if I was thin, people wouldn't look at me. They would look for the nearest fat person and blame them. You know, like, you know, there's that video of like, it's like the Grinch or something doing yoga. And he's like, ah! that's how I felt today. Doing some of the stretches. I was just like, oh, my God. But you do the my best body. you can. Yeah. Yeah, and Tommy's before, getting outside. That's good. Before I went to school, I was almost able to do a handstand. So now I got to, like, get back to that point at least. Hey, everybody, it's T-Bone. Did you know you can listen to the Lunsby Show on the iHeartRadio app? The team at iHeartRadio has created two new features on the app. You can now auto-download to your device and be notified when other new episodes are released, all for free using the iHeartRadio app. And you can listen to The Lunsby Show from anywhere. iHeartRadio. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing. 
you know all. Well, Chef Christina, what have you made this week? Ooh, I made pot pie yesterday, and tonight it's pot pie. Have, it's pot pie. Tonight I have some um, beautiful steak dry brining in the refrigerator. Have a little steak and taters and something green for dinner tonight. Explain the dry brine. I've never heard that. It's the same thing you might do with like a, a chicken or a turkey to let the salt get into the tissue before you cook it and also helps keep it from drying out. Uh, not that a steak should ever be cooked long enough to have that become an option, but <laughs> supposed to just add flavor. So like salt marinade, basically. A salt marinade. Okay. I never heard of that. I've seen people, uh, my friend Jack and Angie, my friends Jack and Angie, they have a restaurant there in Kings Bay, Georgia, where they, they used to, I don't know if they still do this, but they would marinate their some of their meat in Pepsi. Oh, yeah, because it breaks down the... Really breaks it down. That woman makes a mean shepherd's pie. I'll tell you that right now. Put put something in pineapple. It doesn't matter. Chicken, steak. <laughs> it, will, it will be almost too tender if you leave it long enough. It is interesting you say that because last night we had chicken and pineapple. Yes, yes. Uh, I didn't get permission to go get a pedicure, so I was late getting home and the food was ready for my intended time to be home. So I kind of got in trouble because we didn't eat the food until like an hour later because I was so selfish. <laughs> self-care, self-care. It, it was rice it was, there's a funny thing about that i told the uh, the old lady who was doing my feet uh i told her i love her in vietnamese at the end of the pedicure and uh they the whole shop got a kick out of that because i speak a vietnamese a little piece of pc a little bit at a time and it makes them laugh and i like it anyway so i come home and it's uh, rice and chicken and two full rings of pineapple as a garnish, which I've never had pineapple garnish before. And I thought because the pineapple was used as garnish that there was some kind of pineapple in the chicken. That's a logical assumption. I believe I was wrong. There was none. (laughs) I'm cutting that out. Uh, <laughs> my uh, yeah still still delicious and i'm still uber grateful all the time that there's a hot meal waiting for me when i come home but i don't know i i, I honestly i don't need a hot meal waiting for me every day when i come home i don't i don't need to live with a, an aspiring chef i don't need that i'm very simple I can. Oh well. I could just survive. I to tell you, literally, no one feels sorry for you. No one in our listener group or on the planet is like, ah, oh, this guy has a home cooked meal. Tragic. That is just <laughs> devastating. No one is thinking that. I can't lose weight, man. That's the problem. Send every, her on over. Every... I don't think she would be mad at coming back here. Just tell her we've got a room for her. Every can... single day, it's like I'm being, you know, I'm the uh, the turkey uh, the day before Thanksgiving. Every day, it's like eat all this food. I, I don't. I don't. It's delicious. Eat it. And she knows if she puts it on my plate, I'm going to eat it. And I don't want to eat it all, even if it's amazingly delicious. I just want a normal portion. For a normal human, so I can I cannot so I can lose some weight. I'm trying to lose weight, and I am blessed, and I am spoiled, and it is counterproductive, and I am aware, but I am also thankful. So there's that. <laughs> I haven't I haven't really done any. And so tell me about your pot pie, pot pie. 
Popeye. Um, it's just normal Popeye. Oh, it's it's not. It is all the things that you're gonna make fun of me for, but it's so good. It doesn't have dairy. It's gluten free. It, it it's so good. I I like. Does make my, it all the time. Does my normal pop pie have dairy in it? Yeah, a lot of them are made with heavy cream for the, okay. the filling part. Does my normal pot pie have glutens in it? In the crust, yeah. Oh, I, I don't know these things. I don't study things like that. It just feels like it's such a waste of time and energy to be so ridiculously sensitive to everything. I don't, again, I am a child of the 70s. In the 70s, there was no such thing as food allergies. There was nobody. Nobody had food allergies. Everybody was eating the peanuts. Everybody was eating the glutens. Everybody was eating the vegetables. I don't know. I mean, to be fair, if you look at some people from the 70s, they look like they're in their 70s <laughs> so i mean like it's not really about an allergy so much as these particular foods can cause inflammation and when you eat too much of them it causes inflammation in your joints which causes stiffness and irritability in your bowels and all those things it's not necessarily that everyone is sensitive to these items it's that they do cause your body to store extra water and do weird things watch i bet Tony's going to go to the doctor and they're going to put him on a health protocol and it's going to have some food restrictions. And all of a sudden he's going to come back one day and he's like, my knees feel fantastic. <laughs> if I knew what in the world a gluten was and there was any idea that I could get the glutens out of my diet to make my body feel better, I would, I would definitely test it. But I'm not going to spend a lifetime studying the, the gluten dictionary. Oh, look, yeah, but now everything is just labeled. It just says gluten-free. You don't even have to think about it. Do you even trust labels? That, I don't trust labels. Even, I mean, I know what things have gluten and I know what doesn't. You think you know. Think have you seen any of this stuff under a microscope? You're I believing what people scratch. tell you. I make everything from scratch, Tony. <laughs> yes, yes. And you believe that the, the fresh tomato you pulled off the vine doesn't have any glutens in it because... Somebody somewhere told you tomatoes don't have glutens. Well, no, because that's that's not in a tomato. That's it's gluten is like what makes bread stick together and hold together. Well, that's a start. That's a start. So no bread. <laughs> so no bread. You have bread that is made with gluten-free flour. Not if I don't trust the label. Not if you don't trust the label, though. Yeah, cut out bread. <laughs> Start with that. <laughs> I don't want to cut out bread. I like bread and bread-like substances. Same. <laughs> She gave me a piece of Italian bread last night with some butter on it as a precursor to the dinner. An amuse-bouche, if you will. Because it was delightful. It was amazing and delightful. You had bread and rice and chicken. And pineapple. You know why the pineapple was there? Why? To break up the white. <laughs> it was the pop of color. <laughs> no, the chicken was well-seasoned. The rice was well-seasoned. There was no white on it. But it, 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 it did add color. It did definitely add the color of the pineapple. I, I want to go eat some pineapple right now. But before that, why don't we go to the book of everything and learn something for ourselves and our listeners? I kind of screwed that up because I talked over it. But, you okay. know, she, yeah, she, we'll be all right. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's called the book of everything. Every week we go into the book, book of everything. We pull out two interesting facts of things you probably never, ever knew or heard of before. And we try to find some interesting ones. Ah, this is great. This is a, this is a great one. Eric Clapton and Jack Nicholson grew up believing their grandmothers were their mothers 
and their mothers were their sisters. Did you know that? I'm sorry, say that again? All right, so here's how it goes down. A young girl has a a child, and uh, back in the 50s, you know, or 40s and 50s, young girls weren't supposed to have children, so they would bring the boy up not as, you know, a bastard child to an unwed mother. They would bring the child up believing that the grandmother was actually the mother and the mother was actually the sister. Oh, like that time Sarah Palin tried that stuff. I have no idea about that. Oh, that's a fun story. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, uh, there are a bunch of fun stories out there. Let's not talk about politicians. Because it's it's just... I'm not talking about politicians. It was irrelevant. I didn't say anything about her weird politics or her weird accent or... But you made fun of her accent, and she's not even a politician anymore. But the actual politicians that we've elected. That happened. <laughs> and the, it was recent, not the 40s and 50s. So the actual politicians that the American people have elected are the dumbest. It is. I could play sound clip after sound clip. I'm like, do honestly, none of these people, none of these people have their facilities are in order. You've got the president calling the vice president the president, the vice president calling herself the president, saying that we're the bestest of allies with North Korea. You've got this freak out of Pennsylvania who is uh, proud of his record about fighting Roe versus Wade. And he was, yeah, there's no just, there's so you many. You too much politics. <laughs> I try not to. I, I'm a good boy, but it comes up in the feeds. And not in mine. And well, apparently I, not enough of it in yours if you're buying pants off the face. Look, Facebook is not a place for you to shop or find political beliefs and or any kind of fact whatsoever. It is entertainment. <laughs> it's all about the TikToks now. Tiki talky. Wow. Here's one for you. 40% of the human race, 40% of all humans did not survive beyond their first birthday. Well, that's It's insane. And, you know, obviously the number is a totality of all humans that ever existed. Because nowadays we can take a, a baby that was not viable, that should not survive the pregnancy and uh, we take it out at like the 60-day mark, and then we put it in a tube, and we shove more tubes in it. And before you know it, it's six foot seven dunking basketballs in the NBW in the WNBA. And we <laughs> I don't know, I don't know anything about the WNBA. If there were some preemies who are, are now giants, that'd be an interesting. That would be an interesting thing to research. Premature babies who are now giants. Are you giants? In the WNBA. Uh, so, you know, but but you go back 100 years and the chances of you surviving a full pregnancy were really not good. So they created these things called midwives, which is just like hiring a cheerleader. Not really <laughs> sure how that works out. Cosby did that years ago. Push them out, shove them out, way out. All right, we're moving right along. We're doing very, very well. We've done the book of everything. We've done that. We've done this. How about uh, the news? You got any news for me? Of course. And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. Ladies and gentlemen, as a reminder, this is what we do every week. She searches the globe for headlines of interest. Then, as a cold turkey, she will present them to me, and I will try to mine them for some type of entertainment. If you are ready, I am ready. Here is your stinger. Time travel from 2858 claims human bones will be found on Mars this year. 
a time traveler from 2858. Yes. 2858. 2858. All right. Um, Much like like animal psychics, I can tell you right now that a guy coming back from 2858 to give us the information that bones will be found on Mars this year is not true. It is not true, you idiot of a time traveler. You are the dumbest of time travelers. Here's what you do, time traveler. Come on back into time and give us some something useful. Give me the, 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 the mega lotto numbers. Give me something that I could use. Bones being found on Mars does not impress anyone. Ooh, big deal. The planet used to be inhabited and that it isn't. That, that happens throughout the cosmos all the time. There are all kinds of inhabited planets with bones on them because... Planets live and die like everything else. Okay, all right, all right. You have the opportunity to travel to the year 2858 and ask them a very important question that you need to know. What do you ask them? Are there beagles here still? Ah, 2858. 800 years in the future. Definitely asking about beagles. If I could go 800 years into the future... I'm going to ask something important to all mankind, you know, not just the lottery numbers for myself, which I would ask, by the way, but because there has to be a record of it. But, you know, like important things have. How do we prevent World War Three? Because I guarantee it's going to happen within the next 800 years. How uh, did did we cure cancer? What is the cure for cancer and AIDS and uh, other human papilloma virus? <laughs> how 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 do we? You know, I I want to ask the big big questions of someone 800 years in the future. So if you're going to time travel back to a time, please. I beg you, give us something more important than we're going to find bones on Mars. I can guarantee that. I thought I had to sneeze. I, I can guarantee that if there if everyone had a beagle, there would be no World War Three contentment. And you'd be so busy trying to keep it from eating your entire house. You wouldn't have time to be mad at your neighbors. Contentment does not work. I have uh, recently come across a study called the uh, uh, Universal 25, and it's where they take a colony of uh, mice and they give them the, the euphoria. They give them the perfect living environment with all of the food and space and they need for nothing. And that they, they show this, they, they've done this experiment 25 times and every 25 times it ends up the exact same way. At the beginning, they're loving life and they're producing and they're becoming fruitful and they're just enjoying the heck out of this giant existence that they made for them. But mice, which are often experimented on to see how humans would behave in similar situations, after a while create their own conflict. Even though they have everything and they can live in the nicest of areas within this little experiment, they huddle together in tight little spaces when there are other habitats that are freely available. They create (laughs) clans. They go to war. They have everything they need and they still find a way to create conflict, to create war and to stop mating and the colony Over a period of time, I think it's 600 days, and this has been repeated 25 times, the colony dies within a couple of years with everything they need. Put that into perspective, man. Think about that. Think about if we did that with humans. Here's every want and wear, everything you could possibly want and need. Here you go. 
we're gonna find a way. You know, we talk about we've talked about racism <laughs> and how racism exists within race. You know, uh, I saw this. Well, I don't want to get specific to any particular race, I, but it existed all races. You're either not white enough or you're too white. You're not black enough or you're too black. You're not Chinese enough or you're too Chinese. We find a way to hate one another. And and uh, if I was talking to the man from 800 years in the future, I'd ask him, is there a shot for that? Is there something <laughs> we can do to make humans actually just not want to kill each other and not want to hate on each other? Ooh, wouldn't that be so nice? It would be if we could all just be all get along, you know? I think if we would all just mind our own and let people just live, it's not that long. We're not really here that long. So just, you know. You are correct. In the grand scheme of things, we are here but a blink of an eye in the cosmos. So enjoy the time that you have. Exactly. All right. You got another headline for me? I do. Police break into gallery to rescue unconscious woman who turns out to be an art art installation. Uh, I'm confused by the headline. They broke into an art gallery to save a woman who was unconscious that turns out to be an art installation. Ladies and gentlemen, if you believe that Chick Brew has given me a bad headline to work with, please leave your comments on the comment page of the Lunsby Show on Facebook. You can find us by searching the hashtag LUNSB. Uh, can we... I thought you were going to be able to run with this. Tell me where I would go with this. It sounds like a woman had a medical emergency and the cops had to break no, in to help her. No, made a packing tape and foam filler. What? It was it was art. It was a piece of art that was like hyper-realistic. And they broke in thinking that it was an unconscious person only to be like, ah, oh, it's just a sex doll. I thought that's where you would go with it. No, but I like the way you went with it. Good job. <laughs> be- I think I've known you for a long time. I was like, oh, this is this is his favorite thing to talk about. The headline was confusing. The headline sounded like the woman who was supposed to be there had a medical emergency and they had to break in to save her. I don't get to see the image or read the story, so I don't know that it's actually an art exhibit that's hyper-realistic. Because you said art installer. I even asked for clarification. You said, yeah, art installer. Oh, I thought you said installation. I said, yes, installation. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's that's it. Uh, that, uh, we did. We failed. Well, that is. Womp, womp, womp. Better I, luck next time. I actually have that sound effect. And I think we move on now to the favorite section of the show that people obviously just fast forward to the end to listen. Oops, you're not invited. It's time for birthday boost. <laughs> I mean, I got to, you know, I learned how to use the echo button. I got to use that every once in a while. Ladies and gentlemen, birthday boost, very simple. If you're a super fan, if you're loved and admired by the members, the cast of this show, we will give you this thing called a birthday boost or we'll just pump you up with birthday wishes. And if you don't qualify for a birthday boost, you get an honorable mention. With that being said, as always, Chick Brew, you go first. My first one up is Patricia McGuffey, who is the mother of my good friend, Mason McGuffey. Mason and I went to high school together and caused lots of shenanigans. So big shout out to Patricia for birthing that amazing human. And uh, congratulations for also... My birthday booth this week this week goes to someone I have uh, known for many, many years. He's a very a fabulous man. He's an actor. He's a comedian. He's one of only two people that I've actually interviewed live in the stadium. It's comedian Will C. Will Clifton is celebrating his birthday. Me and Will have so many things in common. It's just ridiculous. 
ridiculous. He's a he's a fantastic guy, and I'm telling you, if you get a chance to get out of the Carnival Cruise Line, you're going to get to catch him up close and personal because Will has been killing it on the Carnival Cruise Lines, uh, along with him, Julie and Russ and, and all my other friends out there working the, the cruise line comedy stuff. God bless him. That's a great gig if you can get it. So, uh... As always, I live vicariously through my friend, uh, the creator of the Veterans of Comedy, leaving no laugh behind, comedian. We'll see. It's your birthday, and I wish you nothing but the best. Now, who's your second birthday boost? Oh, glad you asked, Tony. Guess what? We're keeping it in the family. Mason McGuffey, also, his birthday is coming up. His mother's birthday and his birthday are near each other. Back to back. Wow. Isn't that awesome? Uh, hopefully these are just fake birthdays on the internet. Possibly. Yeah, Probably right? Not. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, Mason is, you know, like you have your like core group of friends and then there's always that one friend that you're not really sure if you have a lot in common, but you have a lot in common. Yes, I, like, I am very familiar with this scenario. <laughs> We're like very different, but... Uh, he and I had a few classes together, and those teachers were probably the reason they probably passed us was to just graduate us and get us gone. So, um, great guy. Love that guy. Happy birthday, Mason. Happy birthday, Mason, and happy birthday to your mama. My next birthday boost. I. Oh, I can't wait. It's a big one. It's a big one. Using the Patton Oswald uh, theory on birthdays, it's definitely one that gets celebrated. I'm not going to give it out, but I'm going to say it's one of the ones that gets celebrated. My mill, that's right, my mother-in-law, Linda, is uh, celebrating her birthday very, very soon. And I wish, I wish I could do something amazing for her. But in the, the constant argument about the acorn not falling far from the tree, I know how incredibly difficult it was to pull off a surprise birthday party for her daughter. And it would be astronomically, it, it would be so absolutely difficult to pull it off for her mother. So I, I want to do something amazing and fun and exciting for her birthday to show her that I love her. You know, it's the, the standard joke, and we've talked about it before. The standard joke is you're supposed to hate your mother-in-law. But what if you don't? What if you're blessed and you, you're married into a loving family that cares about you as if you're one of their own you know i hope my in-laws come and live near us like i love them so much i am super blessed she's an amazing lady and i like hanging out with her and she's cool and it's her birthday and uh i continually every single day wish this woman nothing but the best so miss linda tybus congratulations and happy birthday to, to you. Nailed it. We nailed it. That was a good one. <laughs> Who is your honor? Who's on your honorable mention list? I've got personality. <laughs> uh, Chad Beck, Lee Sefja, Jared Calhoun, Jeremy Kay, and Edith Hoffman. That's a nice, short, wonderful list of happy people. Congratulations on your birthdays, people. Uh, Dan Osaka, Tracy Cuevas, Wendy Lee Nagel, I'm telling you, she's a, she's an amazing lady and she makes every Christmas fun, lives in the middle of nowhere with the whole Nagel clan, and, and they do the, the funnest games 
on Christmas, and it's I look forward to it every year. Grace Riley's having her birthday. Josh O'Brien currently down in Florida with another O'Brien. Josh needs to take himself up to Kings Bay and meet Jack O'Brien and go to his restaurant and have all of the O'Briens there together. Uh, Mark O'Dell, L- Lawrence Limpson, and Allison Ziegler tops off my what? list. I miss Allison. Yeah, maybe I she just dis- maybe she's not your friend anymore. Maybe she unfriended you. How far down did you go? No, she's there. She's right there. <laughs> so, I got yeah, one you there. didn't get. I uh-huh. have a, I have a lot of birthdays. Like it was a scroll. Well, I'm finishing up mine with uh, Allison Ziegler, and it wasn't alphabetical, by the way. It's by date. So those are those are my birthday boost. I wish all of you nothing but continued wonderful journeys along with us on this rock as we travel through the cosmos. I love you all and wishing nothing but the happiest of happy birthdays. We have covered all of the things we need to cover. I think we had a great show. We are sitting at an hour and 13 minutes, and you were gone for probably four or five of them. The sign- we're, we're right on time. We're right where we need to be, I think. Perfect. I always enjoy my time with you. Uh, thank you for uh, uh, making yourself available so that we could do another episode of The Lonsby Show with T-Bone. Next and- week will be a little bit wonky because I have drill. Okay. So, um... I don't have the plan of the week yet, but normally it's pretty, pretty full. So it'll have to be like super late for me or we'll have to push it to a different day. Okay. Uh, Just so you know in advance. Yeah, we'll figure it out. One episode a week. That's all we got to do, but we just got to do it. We got to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, thanks for listening to the Lunsby Show with T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you got anything you want to add to the conversation, you can reach out to us on the hotline or via the Facebook page, which you can easily find by searching the hashtag L-U-N-S-B. That's Lunsby. Love you. Now say bye. <laughs> is the nice version. Love you. No shit. Bye. Is the not so nice version. It's the Lunsby Show. And I finish every show the same way. I remind you every day, just be the best person that you can be. And if you were a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. And 1128 is in the can.